You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, March 2nd. As we plow into the third month of 2022, I am going to be a broken record to kick us off on this edition of the podcast by reminding you that we are still on the lookout for volunteers for the 2022 UC Tech Conference that will be presented by UC San Diego. Now with dates. That's right, we have secured the Price Center for our in-person location on August 15th through the 17th. So mark those calendars, my colleagues. Mark those calendars to attend. Mark those calendars to register. And more importantly for right now, mark those calendars to volunteer. We need volunteers both on the ground and in the planning leading up to the event. If you're interested in joining our team, you can find the volunteer form at thecurrent.ucsd.edu. And since I am on The Current, I did want to draw attention to the snippets of our lives video. I don't think I've mentioned these on the podcast, but since UC Tech is about connecting us, and so is this podcast, I should talk about snippets of our lives, which is a video series that you can see on The Current where various of your own colleagues talk about what makes them tick, what they do outside of the work area. Right now, you've got Scott Althaus, who is with HDHIT. Check it out. It's a lot of fun doing uh, stand-up comedy and video games and all kinds of fun things that I'm sure many of us can relate to. And now, on to our interview. Our own Angie Lou is joined by Aaron Kilborn, who stopped by to talk about the Enterprise Solution Lifecycle Project why we need to standardize our project management framework, and using best practices, expert sourcing, and how we can take lessons from ESR to help us really support each other better. So without any further ado, Angie, it's up to you. Good morning, everyone. Angie Liu, project manager from the PPMO with fellow project manager, Erin Kilburn. Hi, Erin. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Angie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, Erin. Let's start with what a project manager does at ITS and also how long you've been at UCSD. Hmm. Well, I think um, depending on who you ask, you may get a different answer on the project management question, which (laughs) um, I think we're going to talk about a little bit more here in a few. Um, I've been at the university, it'll be 10 years next month, actually started as a temp. Um, Time flies. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Thanks for sharing that. Before we get into the bulk of the podcast, do you have a favorite project management quote? Ooh, um, hire people smarter than you. I think that's just a good management quote, though. That's nice. That's nice. I asked because I have one and I wanted to share. What's yours? It is technically not a project management quote, but you'll see the gist of it. It's from Mike Tyson. And he said, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. (laughs) That is a good one. Right, right? Yeah. I thought uh-huh. so too. I just wanted to say that. So thanks for sharing yours. Sure. Yours is more like inspirational leadership. <laughs> Mine just yours is more accurate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. The reason why we're here today is that we want to talk about the ESDLC project. What is that? Well, it's had an, a number of different names 
SDLC, ESDLC, currently known as ESLC, which is the acronym for Enterprise Solution Lifecycle. And a long way of saying we're trying to land on standard process for all code and config project and operational and that work code or config new change from nose to tail. So when we get a new request, we have a new idea all the way through that becoming part of the service line. So, you know, we reworked on paper, I think, what, five years ago now, but groups still have different approaches and methods. Um, and, and, you know, we're all just trying to get stuff done, but especially for our customers and moving more into an enterprise landscape, that's confusing. And even for us internally, it creates a lot of confusion and meetings and where is this or how are we doing this? So just trying to hopefully make all of our lives a little easier and more efficient. Sounds like a huge project. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and you know, we tried to frame the scope. We're like, we'll look at code and config, uh, which is still enormous, but not the entirety of what the organization does. So we are looking at, you know, some of what the processes various teams landed on to coordinate through ESR, but we're going to be reaching out to managers via a survey to try to get a sense of the landscape of what folks are doing in terms of process, what tools they're using. Because people have a reason for all of this, right? And trying to make sure that we're considering everyone's needs and taking into account how we can make this work for everyone. Hmm. So how are we defining the areas? You said coding config, mm -hmm. but what are some of the other areas that we're kind of, I guess, solidifying? Like out of scope areas, you mean? Or no, like, because I believe when I went to one of the meetings, we talked about like the BSA framework, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. What are the other areas? So, to support code and config, I would think of it more as like scaffolding. So ostensibly, okay. our, our project management framework should also be consistent. And thank you for the mm -hmm. segue across all projects. And no matter which project manager you're working with, you should have a similar experience and have similar expectations from one another. Where it gets a little more interesting here is lots of times we have projects where there isn't an assigned project manager. A service owner or even a developer is wearing the PM hat for that initiative or project. And so we're also working on cleaning up, publishing templates, tools, resources, standards for both the PMs in the PMO, uh, PMs embedded, and folks who are just wearing the PM hat. So we're not having to recreate the wheel. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite people, by the way. Anybody that puts on the PM hat, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just like, yeah, of course. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, build something and project manage it and, you know, oftentimes be the BSA and the client coordinator. We ask a lot of from people here. Yeah, the jack of all trades people, right? Yeah, most of so, us. So, yes, yes. Interesting. So how do we draw the line between standardizing processes, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about templates, all those things like so that everyone can have similar tools and then our customers can, I guess, expect something similar. Mm -hmm. How do we draw that line of turning everybody into the same PM robot, but also allowing them to, I guess, embrace their own PM voice? Mm -hmm. Have we talked about that or let's get everybody at least using the same recipe first, but then the dish might look a little different. I don't know where that yeah. analogy came from. You know, I, just... I, I like to though. Yeah, I think <laughs> okay, I, okay. I think maybe chefs are always gonna have their flair, right? <laughs> oh, thanks. Yes, that's a good one. So maybe not the same recipe, but the same ingredient, right? I don't know. I, like, how I do think we... the same recipe too, Angie. Okay. 
But I think, you know, we're trying to look at where is the most bang for your buck. And I wouldn't think of it so much as, yes, on one hand, we're trying to make things consistent so that we all know what we can and should expect from each other and our customers know what they can and should expect from us. But it's not congruency for the sake of trying to make everyone the same. It's to make hopefully our lives easier and more efficient and less time on overhead, you know, so I don't think we're going to be going after things like fonts or like really (laughs) silly stuff. And hopefully it's more, here's a list of tools and best practices and templates and things that will save you a bunch of time. I think from my perspective, at least, you know, looking at folks in the PMO, like we're all documenting risks. We're all maintaining collab spaces, but then we're all creating our own ways of doing that, which Mm. is not efficient. And so, you know, Paul's done a great job of creating various templates. Like there's reports that John has built. So I think expert sourcing what's worked well Mm. and making sure that those are published, shared, review them, polish them up so that it can really work in 80, ideally 90, 99% of cases. Nice. Awesome. And I love the idea of, you know, having it published and ready for everyone, right? Like you said, projects have different sizes, levels, resources. So somebody wearing, you know, the six different hats can easily get to hopefully these templates, these tools, and then set it up. Yeah, we need a few more easy buttons. You, t- you talking about that staple red button or just, that's, I mean, I know you're saying metaphorically, but it reminded me. I, of would, I would push a staples red easy button at this point. Does it work? <laughs> I don't know. Staples uh, still powering it? Because I think they're gone. Right. Is staples still in business? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Before we keep going, I've got a project management joke. Here we go. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. How many project managers does it take to change a light bulb? both zero and infinite because project managers won't change the light bulb they'll task it to someone else right oh my goodness did you know the answer i mean it's similar (laughs) so the answer is trick question they actually don't do it but they can record what percentage is complete (laughs) yeah exactly we'll just annoy everyone else into hopefully changing the light bulb and then we'll critique it and be like you know, I really think we should have done a daylight-toned light bulb instead of oh, a light bulb. Does it match the requirements? Like, I'm not sure. We'll need to send this back for review. And then we'll make you write up something on, on oh, your light bulb. There was another joke that was, like, related that said, like, zero project managers. Uh-huh. But they'll ask for a change request or a change order to turn on the light bulb. <laughs> Exactly. Because it yeah. wasn't a part of the scope. Okay. Anyway, so cute. You know, <laughs> Megan Hunter, Roger Manager is hilarious. Anyway, thanks again for uh, telling us about the project itself. So can you share with us how that particular project or the PM framework ties into ITS's mission and goals? Yes. And I love that question. You know, I'm here and I think a lot of us are here because we believe in the mission of the university. And I pulled up ITS's mission. So it's as a strategic member of the UC San Diego community, Information Technology Services delivers innovative IT services, infrastructure, applications, and support. We are customer-focused and committed to collaboration, continual improvement, and accountability. So how I take this is we're also eating our own dog food. You know, with ESR, we've been like, hey, everyone, you all need to standardize your processes, get on these new tools. Let's go. And that's what we need to do is, you know, standardize and streamline our processes as well. That's a strong visual. I just like to (laughs) comment on that. Thanks. 
<laughs> we'll see if that makes it to the final pod. <laughs> I know. We'll see if we have to cut that. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and um, making collaboration easier. So again, hopefully less time spent figuring out how to administratively manage or track something and more time doing the dang thing. So having known processes and clearly defined and functioning tools for our organization. So basically it's going to help us a lot. <laughs> I hope so. That's the plan. Yes. Yes. We'll get punched in the mouth <laughs> to go back to your joke. <laughs> we know that's going to happen. It's just how yeah. we handle the punch in the mouth, right? right? Get a Probably. dog art. That'll be part of the ESLC is everyone gets to shoot a dog art. <laughs> very nice. Okay. <laughs> very nice. I know. Very nice. <laughs> so I've got another joke. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. Yes. Why do vampires make poor project managers? Hmm. I don't know. I think they would be good. They suck the blood. Out of <laughs> <laughs> Why is wow. it Andy? Wow. Okay. Because they refuse to meet with the stakeholders. Oh, wow. So That's cute. what we have BSAs for. <laughs> yeah. True that. True that. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Aaron. Before we close out this podcast, is there anything you'd like to share? Any additional information about either the project, the PM framework? Um, I, so I was looking at the ITS goals too, and one of them is investing in inclusive excellence. And it's not as obvious the connection here, but I think if we have standards and strong interoperating procedures and practices that gives us a great foundation to have equal footing so that we can have clear, strong, and sustainable engagement um, across our own teams and with our partners. And Lynn Underwood actually helped me kind of think through that and come up with some of that connection. And I, I really believe in that. And I think that's really important, especially now with what we've all been going through the past few years with the pandemic and then the level of effort everyone has put in to ESR, either directly or supporting everything else as folks were assigned to ESR and are assigned to ESR. And, you know, I hope that this does just help us support each other and work together better. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's so great, right? Like, the, I know um, in the all hands meeting that we talked about focusing on ITS this year, right? Like really trying to improve our processes so that we could either pursue more learning opportunities. I'm not going to mention the ITS Pro ID for that, but uh, we could pursue more learning opportunities and also, yes, give us some resting time, right? Like give us a moment after two years of the pandemic and also uh, with all the different projects that we had to finish in the last few years. So appreciate that. One more thing I want to show appreciation for. Congrats on being a Challenge Corn recipient. How'd oh, you feel about you. hearing that? Did you know? I heard other people didn't know. I don't think any of us knew. And I still frankly don't quite know. <laughs> Thus far, it's a virtual coin, which is fitting for ITS. I'm hoping it's maybe some like Bitcoin or something. So if you know, or if anyone knows, please let me know. Okay. I'm curious. When it was announced, right? I was surprised I didn't know that coin existed but also just like nobody's surprised right that you guys got it because you guys are awesome so thanks we really appreciate all the work you guys do thanks angie and i i guess i feel a little self-conscious of it because um you know as we've discussed here like project managers don't screw in any light bulbs and <laughs> uh, 
there was such a huge effort again from so many people in ITS and uh, across the organization and um, yeah just a huge volume of effort and energy and thought and care and really commitment and passion for trying to serve our mission and better set us up for success in years to come and you know, strong financial management and controls so that we can keep costs down for our students and fund research. And yeah, I believe in all that. And I think the project team did and does. So I feel like it's really just a reflection of all of that passion that went into the project. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure they would feel the same about <laughs> you too, right? Like, hey. I'm not, so, not all of them, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll say most. Most of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Erin, thanks again for coming on the podcast. We appreciate you sharing your insights and also just, you know, spending a little time with us. Thanks, Angie. Always a pleasure to catch up with you. Take care. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.